Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man Stevens, Hello, Rob, the old guy, from the world famous Rob Charney Show, and that's it. <laughs> yep, uh, per usual. No, no guests. No guests, yes. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with one of the sad news of today. One of the, the greatest drummers in the last 25 years passed away, Taylor Hawkins. Known as the human metronome from the Foo Fighters passed away in Colombia, apparently. Um, they're not reporting anything like what he died of. They said he had 10 different, different substances in his heart. And they, uh, excuse me, in his body. In his body. Which, and allegedly which he probably had, went into his heart. Yeah, yeah I was going to say it probably traveled through his heart. And it yeah. says that the forensic doctors were shocked by the size of the drummer's heart at more than 600 grams. I believe that was a factor in Hawkins' quick succumbing to a cocktail of narcotics. Hawkins was found lifeless on Friday. The attorney general reports confirmed the hotel room in Bogota, where he was staying in advance of the Foo Fighters concert in the area. Hmm. Um, I was bummed about this. I'm not a big fan of the Foo Fighters. However, I really liked Taylor Hawkins. I never saw an interview where he didn't seem really cool. Yeah, you know, I was not really a big fan of him either. But I mean, well, the you know, the Foo Fighters. I mean, they were okay, but there were a lot of other bands I liked more. Yeah, I I don't even think I could tell you like a song that they've done. I like individual. Like I like Dave Grohl individually, and I like I liked Taylor Hawking individually because they were both pretty cool to listen to. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of bummed about this. Um, I actually felt sorry for Dave Grohl. First, he lost his lead singer as a drummer. Now he lost his drummer as a lead singer. So yeah. that's uh that's harsh. So we're gonna talk about the elephant of yes of last night. You mean the the uh Will Smith slap heard yeah, the slap the heard around the world. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> I got the first I, I got the perfect sound effect for this. So, so my question, Rob, you've seen it, right? Yes, yes, yes. John, you've seen it. I have. How legit was that? Well, you know, and it weird. I'm still, I'm still on the fence of whether or not it was staged or not. Uh, yeah, I, you know, at first <laughs> I really thought it was, and then I, I took the video and played around with it a little bit forward and backwards. What was I? You know, I still don't know. Although, so they're saying it was real. Everybody right they now, they are saying it was real. Yeah, everything right now I've heard, I've, I've been hearing is they're all saying it was real. Um, one of the reasons is apparently Chris Rock didn't know that Will Smith's wife had that uh, alopecia disease. Yeah, disease, and allegedly it stemmed from something. According to what I just read, something Chris Rock said six years ago. So there was already heat between the two. Um, my favorite part about this whole thing is after uh, a little while, he got his academy award or whatever it was is saying he was god made him for love and right before that he slapped the taste out of chris rock's mouth yeah so he did release an apology to chris rock today oh really i didn't see um, that one yeah he i did. just saw it a few minutes ago um breaking news yeah uh, so i watched it a few times just because i'm still i'm still on the <laughs> fence I, it looks like it it actually made contact but I'm thinking, like, he must have, like, realized mid-swing what he was doing and held back. Because otherwise, Chris Rock took that full-on like a champ. 
Yeah. It, and you know, because most- he literally took the hit, went right back to it. And and the most amazing you thing know? is Chris yeah. Rock's not pressing charges. If this was real, Chris, oh no, that's amazing to me because that's that's assault. And there's, I was telling somebody else. There's witnesses. Yeah, there's witnesses. (laughs) Just a few. That's, and and being on the Academy Awards, that's civilly and criminally liable right there. Because that could damage his reputation. That could be a million dollars worth of lawsuits. Um, Well, the Academy is discussing kicking Will Smith out. They should they should take back his Academy Award at least. They want to remove everything of, of his, but. They're they're saying that needs to be voted on and blah blah has, blah blah blah. So Will, we'll see. Has Will Smith ever won an Academy Award? No, this is his first. Because I was yeah. going to say, because I've heard, I don't know how much is true, that if the Academy, if say if he had a bunch of them, the Academy could say, okay, you have to give them all back, because technically all of them are. I think they're all property of the Academy Awards. None of the awards belong to them, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, I been, don't know. I've been told some of those awards you're not legally allowed to sell. You you are required to give them back. But anyways, yeah, I, you know, I, the whole thing is that joke was a real softball. Um, yeah, you I know, was I, I've heard that. jokes being told uh, uh, during the academies, and some of the ones in the past have been pretty, pretty bad. This oh, one yeah. was a real softball, and yeah, and Chris yeah. Rock even softened the blow with saying, "I love you, Jada." <laughs> you know, yeah. So, I, it, I have to agree. It, it is not the, the worst thing a, a comedian's ever stood up and said, and, and they, they tend to fry each other anyway. And it's like, so it must be a real, if this is true and it's a real slap, which I think it is looking at it, <laughs> it, it you know, it, it's obviously still a sore spot for both uh, Will and Jada. And uh, maybe that's, I don't know, maybe that's it. I, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know. But, but I, I just, uh, you know, it, it popped up like immediately and there's about a uh, half a million memes already made of it. And yeah, yeah. You know, so, I, I can't, I can't, and that was in the first hour. We're probably up to a few million now. I, I can't find the quote, but there's a uh, Kathy Griffin, the redheaded, uh, Democrat, <laughs> um, mentioned on Twitter. I actually thought was one of the coolest things I, I saw her say was basically as a, uh, as a comedian, you shouldn't have to worry about somebody coming up and, you know, like slapping you or getting offended at one of your jokes. Yeah. And, and that was, I think that was the harshest rebuke between that and Mick Foley. When Mick Foley said, if that was the rock, uh, Will Smith would not have been doing that. Oh no. Oh no. And the other one was Dana White. Finally, there's an Oscar show worth watching. And Chris Rock has a chin. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is like, I mean, you look at how I mean, he didn't even like lose his feet. Mm-mm. No, that, that yeah, that was a pretty amazing. He, he took it and went, you know, without even like showing it, like he even got slapped. He kept his hands behind his back and kept on going. He's <clears throat> just like, okay, we're rolling with this. Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me, but all right. <laughs> Yeah, no, he he did it right. It uh, as far as taking that slap, he did fine. So, yeah, uh, He's in so much doo doo. <laughs> oh, we got an, another guest in here talking. Hi. So, <laughs> hey, Paula. <laughs> so I I actually had he a said story. hi to you, Paul. <laughs> We're interrupting the show so my wife can wave at everybody. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I, right. I found a story for Ryan, and since he's not here, this is from Eyewitness News, uh, New York. Body ejected from hearse, transporting van a, during the New Jersey cra- crash. A body was ejected from a hearse transport van in the five-vehicle crash in New Jersey, police say. The body was being moved from a hospital to funeral home on Route 17 southbound in Paramus when a crash. Police say the hearse came to pick up a body so it could go its destination. I just couldn't imagine. It was a crash so hard it flew out of a hearse. <laughs> well, I, I always thought those things were strapped down. Well, like, yeah, they're supposed to be, but who knows? Maybe this guy... Didn't strap, strap down, down the didn't strap the straps. But I, think, I don't know. Let's see. It's unclear what caused the crash, but a horse trailer was involved. What is this, Kentucky? Police say the horse was taken out of the trailer, was eating grass on the side of the road, and was put on a new horse trailer. <laughs> what? Oh, so wait a minute. So, so apparently, oh, the, what, the body so, wasn't in the horse trailer, was it? No, it says her. It <laughs> oh, says, okay. That's why I was like, sorry. wait a minute. Where did the horse come from? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. All of a sudden, you're talking about a horse. Is it a horse or a hearse, John? Maybe you're not reading it right. I, I got I, I should have uh, found the uh, Mr. Ed theme song. Uh, why? So, Rob, Rob, I got a question yeah. for you. All right, go ahead. Did you know? No. That if you call a police department or any law enforcement agency, they are willing to come out and test your meth to find out if it's authentic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure why not sure come a on hey, i don't believe this is real I just... I, I... a florida man called the cop <laughs> to make sure the meth that he possessed was real he bought the, he bought the drug from a man behind a bar oh lord and he was afraid because he'd been duped before by buying what he thought was meth and it turned out to be basalts <laughs> So this guy called the Hernando County Sheriff's Office and asked them to come out and test his meth. Well, the substance was actually meth. And he got arrested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, so what, what, what state was this in again? Florida. I, I'd love to hear oh, that boy. phone call when he calls up. And I, I'm imagining some dude who has like a really deep South accent going. I don't hmm. care about that. I want to hear about the radio call to the officer, to the responding officers. Well, I, I just. Hey, can you go check this guy's meth out? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to hear the phone. What? I just want to hear the phone call. It's like some guy from King of the Hill, you know, like, y'all, I got this meth and I want to make sure, you know, type of thing. Oh, boy. Well, hey, if, if anybody's out there and you have that recording on a scanner call from like the, the police, can you send it our way? I seriously agree with James. I want to hear them go, uh, Adam, yeah, I want to hear the conversation yeah. between the officers and dispatch. Yeah, go hey, to look. It's always been a joke in law enforcement that you know they don't really only catch the dumb ones. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, yeah. you know, come test my meth. Yeah, I'll be glad to. We won't tell you we're going to arrest you depending on the outcome, but. I, I, I just we'll I, I just want to hear it because you know you hear uh, one out of them 12 please go to such and such address blah 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 like what can you repeat control <laughs> yeah can you is somebody really this dumb yes they are <laughs> yes 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 they are never underestimate the power of stupid people I guess I mean that's just yeah I, I don't know people, people are amazing out there yeah. Keep going, people. 
Oh, I, I saw a, a thing on a website. I was looking up like what movies were coming out, and this came across that made me laugh. This is how I realized I was getting fucking old. A forgotten Brad Pitt movie is only on Netflix for a few more days. It's a river runs through it. Is that really forgotten? Uh, probably. I don't remember it. I was like, that. that's like, seriously, I'm, I'm the only one who like remembers that movie. Apparently it's like that. I just kind of shocked. Released in 92 by Columbia Pictures is directed by yada, Robert Redford, Brad Pitt's first big movie after. Oh, movie, that's yada, right. Yada, yada. I remember I just, about it. I just was shocked that, that somehow <laughs> I, I was like, wow, that's uh, I just kind of shocked me. I, I didn't, realize. Uh, you know, I was never really interested in that movie. I've seen I mean, bits and pieces of it that I can remember. Meh. But I mean, they did get Brad Pitt to get better roles that came out after that, but whatever. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, <laughs> to go back on the Russia and Ukraine front, mm. you know that Russia is uh, a few billion dollars in debt. Well, and that's they were all con- that isn't much. And they were considered, well, I'm sure there's a lot more, but um, with all their funds being tied up and um, have different accounts, you know, frozen at the moment of somewhere around the worth of $640 billion that they can't access right now. Right. um, Wow. they, They are looking at trying to come up with funds to make a payment on April 4th for all this money that they owe. Hmm. Poor Russia, right? How about Putin just sell something? So I, I oh, since that... we were talking about last week about how Vladimir Putin is worth what nine hundred billion dollars or something like that. He's yeah. I think he's worth more than that. They say he's the world's richest man. Isn't Elon Musk worth? No, no, yeah, a trillion. He's... For some reason, yeah, I don't know we're that talking right. billions. Yeah, we're talking billion. billions, John. Yeah, a hundred billion. Yeah. yeah. Um. The other thing I heard was interesting is apparently the, they were demanding uh, Europe, countries in Europe who get their gas to pay in rubles, and most of the countries told them to pound sand. And then I saw another one say they're gonna they're gonna use um, Bitcoin, and I'm like, "Fuck you, Russia!" Just what I hear. Another reason the government's gonna try to tell people not to use Bitcoin. You're funding the terrorist Russians. <laughs> Pinko That's commies. Right. You can't can't do crypto because it's funding the the Russian. Whatever. Hey, dogs. Oh, sorry. Dog. I was like, that's, what was that? That's that's just what I need. I have wild, wild animals in this room. Gosh. That's, that's just <laughs> what I need is my super conservative friends going, see, I knew that pinkos were in it. It's like, seriously? You're 30 years out of date, pal. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, there he is. Gone. What? I'm oh, gone? No, gone? He's gone again. Oh. There he is. Yeah, he disappeared and came back and then uh, froze again. No. And then, yeah. So what we're talking yeah. about, um, uh, Russia, when Nokia pulled out of Russia, let's see what this is from NewYorkTimes.com. When Nokia pulled out of Russia, a vast surveillance system remained. The Finnish company played a key role in enabling Russians, Russia's cyber spying documents showing raising questions of corporate responsibility. Nokia said this month that it would 
stop its sale in Russia and denounce invasion of Ukraine. But the Finnish company didn't mention what it was leaving behind. Equipment and software connected the government's most powerful tools for digital surveillance to the nation's largest telecommunications network. So what do you think? Is there going to be, I know all these corporations are, are jumping, jumping for uh, joy to get away from the Russian stink. Do you think this is going to cause any um, issues uh, in the future? Well, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, they, they want to give Russia a pass on everything. And every time yeah. Putin rattles the nuclear option situation, everybody shudders and they go, oh, he's going to nuke. Ukraine, he's not going to nuke Ukraine. He's not going to nuke it. Well, here's, did you hear? So what I heard, so I actually heard somebody on a local radio station talk about that. And it said, and he was a military analyst. And he was mentioning, when they talk about nukes, it's tactical nukes. So he's saying, don't think of uh, like Fat Man and Little Boy when they bombed Japan. Think of small briefcase sized nukes that can take out city blocks instantaneously. And they they were saying this is like a surgical strike, but with a nuke, and that's yeah. that's what the that's what the reports this guy was gonna that they were gonna use. But the fact that he he rattled it and you had collectively the rest of the world back down is amazing to me. Like nobody challenged him on that. They just said, "Oh, okay, don't 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 hurt us. We're innocent." Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. The whole thing, just I wish it, I I hope for the the poor innocent people that are being killed. You know, that's the worst part of this whole thing. We've got all these, you know, people are just trying to live their lives and do their thing. And, you know, they're dying over there because of whatever reason Putin wants Ukraine for. And it's just, it's sad at this day and age that we have a situation like that, where we basically have dictators and not just Putin, but other countries as well, where we have dictators that control large swaths of land you know controlling everybody's life while they sit fat on the hog and it's absolutely disgusting at this time it's as far as i'm concerned yeah do you know what the, the craziest yep. thing is i i've heard this comparison a couple of times in the modern age and it, it's kind of it was passe when i heard as a kid and it's passe now but i think it's truer than not it's the 1984 comparison because with technology now like whether you're talking about nokia giving uh russia the ability to spy on everybody's um, cell phone signals, or you talk about the NSA and the FBI, you couldn't control everything. I mean, look what they do with, with you're going to compare Fox News and MSNBC and all these. You control the narrative so much that instead of looking at the truth, people are reading off talking points. Like, I remember at some point when the, the Muslim population of France was having some sort of hubbub in, in France. Fox News, Sean Hannity would say, there's no-go zones in, in France. If you're a French citizen, you cannot go there. Government won't let you. And then Fox News, was uh, uh, the, the more liberal news, was saying that the exact opposite. It's like, oh, no, there's no problem as the place is burning down right behind them. And your point is? That, that we live in an era of dictators. That if, ah. if, if we don't do something, and, and, and we as the, the free world, if there is such a thing at this point, um, I'm definitely not tax free. Uh, we're gonna have, we're gonna get in trouble. And and the problem I think is we're all, we're all joining in, you know, all collectively holding hands while skipping into Facebook as their meta universe controls the world. I just, I don't know. I just think it's scary. 
Like I was for all this technology. I remember when Web 1 started and you hear all these tech heads that nobody remembers saying how brilliant and beautiful it is when they have this pie in the sky. It'll unite the world and an information universal brotherhood. And now all they're saying is we should have disconnected the fucking thing. Literally, I've heard some of them say that. Yeah. I mean, well, other than streaming stuff uh, on on it, I don't. I wouldn't really care that much if they got rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I understand. So the, the whole WWW worldwide web situation has been a boon and a bust all, all in the same, you know, it's like anything else when technology first comes out, it's always open to abuse in one, you know, one way, shape or another. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be good and bad. I mean, it's just it's 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 the human race and the world we live in. We have good and bad, and it's no different for whatever we may be. I mean, an automobile can be used for good and bad. The uh, World Wide Web can be used for bad uh, as well as good. So, oh uh, yeah, talk about bad. I don't know if this is a thing, but I, I'm not surprised they can do it. I heard somewhere along the line was asking Tesla to turn off all their cars in Russia and Ukraine. I can't imagine been... that. That that scares the Tesla hell out of me. Should... I, well, I know they can do it. Do you bonds. think they have the ability to do that? I bet. I bet they do. So I oh, heard man. somebody in a TikTok video, which sounds ridiculous, but he was mentioning that Tesla is not a car company; they're a data company. That every mile, everywhere you drive, they're logging data from where the road surface is to how you're driving. And so, if they're doing that, why not? What's turning off a vehicle? OnStar does it. Like if somebody so, steals a, a a car with OnStar, right, they'll turn it off for the right. cops. That that's true. So yeah, that, I mean that is kind of it's almost like the cars in uh, Demolition Man. Right, right. What All that movie is groundbreaking down. and futuristic. <laughs> you know, for for what they came up with at the time, it was pretty neat, actually. Yeah, but it's—I don't it's... know about Taco Bell. Remember, we talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> I still want to know about the three seashells, but That's whatever. Right. It's, <laughs> we don't it, know. Yet. It's kind of scary scoop, that scoop. It, it feels like <laughs> we're 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 turning into, um, the 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 demolition man. Except so let me ask you this. I assume I assume a Tesla has been repossessed somewhere or or is it an attempted repossession has been somewhere. Do you think Tesla has the ability to disable that particular car? Oh, yeah. I guarantee so, they have the ability to. So we need to get somebody on the show that's had their car repossessed, their Tesla <laughs> repossessed, and tell us, did it? Did it not function? Is that was that a real thing? Be interesting. No, it just know. drove away. It just started oh, yeah. up in their in their driveway and drove home. Good point. Good point. Yeah, Te- Tesla call home, and uh, it, it just went right on back to their showroom or whatever. <laughs> I guess that's a it's an interesting. Never looked at it that way before. It's an interesting thing. That's kind of scary. I just I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like this. I mean, that's right up there with Apple saying the new uh, in the future the iPhone might be a service. We have to pay a monthly fee for your phone. Well, they're talking at, at like the kind of the lease situation where you know it's it, it's uh, instead of owning it, you lease it, and you you know you lease it for so many years, and then the lease is up, you turn it in, you get another one, and do it again. Oh man, that 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 just screams bad idea. Yeah, but in some way, we're you're doing that now. <clears throat> 
Your yeah, phones but... get outdated. So within two years, you already have an outdated phone. They've got, they keep adding newer and better, whatever. I hold on to and... phones for four to five years. But the other thing <clears throat> is if you don't make a payment on your cell phone, it takes a hit on your credit card. Imagine what happens if it's a phone that's a service that you pay monthly for that you're renting. Wouldn't be any different. Same, same thing. I, I'm sorry. I just, and also the other question, would it be, could you turn off, um, uh, services like, uh, like location services? Cause if I was Apple and you were renting that phone for me, you would not be able to turn that off. I want to know where my property is at all times. Well, that does, I didn't think it, about you that You got to really true. pay attention to the user agreements that you're signing, John, cause they probably won't even let it be your property. Well, yeah, no, it's not. But I mean, you think of it like when you're leasing a car, you think, oh, that's my car. You don't normally think, oh, technically that's a car that I'm renting for uh, 50,000 miles or whatever your term is. Well, in a way, when you buy a car anyway, it's a loan and it doesn't own, you don't own it. The bank owns it. Yeah, but right? you have the option of paying it off though. I mean, if well, it's- Well, you could. But if this well, you is- you can a, pay off a lease too, John. I will be curious to see what the terms of service are. I just don't like, I don't know, maybe this is me a curmudgeon. I'm now an old man and I hate this stupid shit. Um, let's go back to the, the days of 8-track. No, I don't want to hear that thump in the middle of the song. Um, <laughs> records, gramophones. The old guy remembers that. Uh, okay, <clears throat> if you say so. So anybody have any more stories? I got another one I actually think is really awesome. I have a, a Melanie's listicle. Oh, oh. We need All a right. jingle. We need a, a Melanie's yeah, we'll have listicle. To put one together. Yeah, we're calling them Melanie's listicles now. So pay attention to Melanie's list of stuff. So you know, there's a number of them in in this particular list. I'm going to read about it. it. Has to do with famous consumer brands that no longer exist. And so I, I started compiling some of the things that that no longer exist. And I, I started out with car companies, and and, and these are current, fairly current car companies all these cars many of these cars are still on the road today but the actual owners of these uh manufacturing companies no longer exist so we can start out with things like pontiac is no longer around mercury oh. is no longer around saturn's no longer around osmo oldsmobile's no longer around plymouth is no longer around american motor company amc is no longer around Saturn. hummer yeah. no, hummers are no. making a comeback yeah well but that's under their electric cars. I talked about Saturn already. I said oh. Saturn uh, and, and Hummer. Yeah. And Hummer's coming back as a, uh, as an electric car, but Nash. you know, you look at some of these, well, no, no, I'm talking about current. I mean, no, I you know, can I go know. back into the turn, you know, the start of automobiles and there's an awful lot of failed car companies out there. That's nothing new, but these are all fairly current in every one of these still, these cars are still on the road. Many of them, but it, if you think about it, you kind of go, you know, Pontiacs, they're oh. still out there, right? Mercury's. You don't see as many Mercury's anymore, but there's still some. Saturn's, there's a ton of. Eagle. Oldsmobile. It's like, was it the Eagle Talon? Was a di uh, There was a Chrysler, new Chrysler mo uh, car that came out in like well, early 90s. Yeah. Like the Eagle Talon? Well, you know. Uh, okay. Well, I'm talking about things like, you know, Plymouth, right? Mercury. <laughs> uh, in this. Yeah. Uh, huh. I don't so, you know, so yeah, you, yeah, at, you mentioned it. Yeah. I really haven't heard of those yeah. companies in a long time. Yeah. They, you know, even though in all of our lifetimes that they, uh, you know, that those cars were producing cars for you and, uh, even you youngsters, <laughs> <laughs> they're still, still around. So if we, and that's just cars. So we go along and I started looking at other things, uh, that, uh, were relevant, not 
less than 10 years ago. Borders Books. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Crystal Pepsi? Yes. Yeah, that was out. You guys were kind of youngish then, but well, still. They, they How, made it. They, yeah, they, well, they made okay, a okay, okay. A little bit ago. So, but hold on. Uh, Pepsi company is still out. Right, right. Okay. So now See, I'm I, looking at now that's just a product news. line that they had. Right. So I, I started out with car manufacturers, companies that, you know, they had sub companies because, you know, a lot of, okay. Sub, yeah, right? gotcha. yeah. Okay. So okay. in this case, now we're going to get into, you know, some of the you know, borders books has not been around. So that's a big company. There. Yeah. Oh, I got, then a, soft, some I got of a soft drink for you. Orbit. Yeah. Oh. You guys, it was only Orbit was only around for about a year. It was that bottle drink that had those balls floating yeah, around like the floating inside gelatin. of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, I kind of liked them. Yeah. Same <laughs> but thing. they were people kind of went, uh but you know, here's uh how about Pan American Airlines? Pan Am? Guys remember Pan Am? Probably don't. They're yeah. gone. TWA. I don't really fly that much, but they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. Huh. Yeah. Can I'm stepping around? Yeah, TWA's not eighty. TWA's not been around. There's been different things. Then we get a look at different things like Microsoft. Do you remember Microsoft Zune? Yes, the failed yeah. music player. Yeah, it was like an iPod. Oh, put out, yeah. Put out by Microsoft. I had one. It worked. I mean, they were okay. I, uh, you know, and then things like um, uh, if we want to, you know, we were talking about World Wide Web issues. Lanco, how do you guys remember Netscape? Yes. Yep. Netscape, you know, Mosaic Netscape was one of the first browsers out there. Yeah, it goes that that was before there was Netscape was out there. That's no longer around. Are um, people still using Bing? <laughs> I, I use it as a homepage. Oh, I, I do. Ask Jeeves is gone. Uh, I, I, I use it on I use, my list. I use Bing as a homepage because the picture and then I use DuckDuckGo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I know this. This one broke John's heart was under World to Wonder. Do you remember that, John? What Worlds of Wonder? What What was its main thing? Main product? Teddy Ruxpin. Oh yes, yeah. Uh -huh. I was. Yeah. And they 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 some Wicked Toys, another toy company, bought it, and they made the the horrible decision to have the eyes on the new Teddy Ruxpin be LCD screens because kids would look right into them and blind themselves. <laughs> that good um uh how about uh how about photomats do you guys remember photomats no so those were the little <laughs> drive-in booths where you took your film oh your okay and would yeah. drive in, drop your film off i knew what he was talking about but no i don't remember those oh, I, re yeah, yeah. I remember like the kiosks they had in like some of the like the the like Rite Aid type John, of stores. John, you're not that young anymore. These were out when you were a kid. I hate to tell you this. No, but I remember more the ones that they had. They were like, you know, you could get your things in like 48 hours and you would drop them off in like the Rite Aid or, or whatnot. But I don't remember yeah. the photo well, mat booth. I, photo mats, a lot of them. Well, you know, they started trying to do the, remember the one hour photos where you would go and you would get, you know, film developed in under an hour. Yeah. Right? That was a yeah. big thing for a long time. Uh, and then now we've got some uh, other companies, uh, things like the Circuit City. They've not, they're not around. Incredible Universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's even some older brands that were around forever, like Woolworths. I don't know if you guys remember Woolworths. They were like a, what's called a five and five and dime. Oh uh, no, I, I knew what they were, but I never, no, I never knowingly went to one. I might yeah, have gone when no. I was a kid. I don't. I didn't we're, realize that's what it was. The, yeah, yeah, you were just dragged by the hand. 
Were, weren't they? Yeah. More, right, James, we're going in here. I thought they were more in yeah. the, the 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 northwest and you know, like excuse me, the, the south and northeast more than in, they, in uh, this area. Now, where works for his, was in Santa Monica, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that fits your your I didn't whole know idea that. geography of the United States, but now they so, were around. I want to take a real quick break right in the middle of uh, Melanie's listicle to talk about our amazing sponsor, Audacity. O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. For 10% off your final order, I'm having somebody knocking on my office door. Um, for 10% off your final order, you I have dogs, but off. you've got a kid in there wanting into your office. Your, your, use, your child, your five-year-old child wants his daddy. Use, use <laughs> Mad Trio, all, one word, all caps, for 10% off your final order. That's Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people at O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. Audacity. I guess Jonathan and I are going to have to start doing this back in the studio. <laughs> we can't seem to get away from dogs or kids. <laughs> so Jonathan's going to. So uh, you know, we were talking about companies. This list is interspersed a little between products and and companies, that type of thing. And so uh, there were the. And I should have probably done a better job of straightening out this list. But do you remember pudding pops, James? Yes, pudding pops. Yeah, those haven't been around. That was a General Mills product. Those haven't been around for a while. And then some of the companies, like one of the one of the big busts for an internet company that tried to make a big splash was Pets.com. Do you remember Pets.com? They had the sock puppet, and uh, uh, that was the big company. That. They did a yeah. They they spent millions in advertising. Even I think they even had a, a advertising campaign for a Super Bowl, and boy, they flopped big time. I mean, they did. But they were for market. sock puppets. Mm, no, that they was... did their mascot. Wasn't that Pets.com was the mascot? Was yeah, the that was that was puppet. their mask. Yeah, they spent a ton of money. <laughs> so this is this is going to be really hard now to do a podcast, especially with the the, the right range this mic actually has. <laughs> uh, oh, poor! <laughs> he's obviously having a good time. <laughs> it happens. It happens. I've got uh, mine right next to me, but he's well, got his go. tablet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm wondering how this is going to show up because I'm, I've been muting it a lot. We'll see. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I'm still in my listicles. I've still got more to go. Keep keep going. Oh, yeah, we got things like uh, uh, Aloha Airlines. That was the airline that started between, you know, basically started California to Hawaii. That's no longer along, around. Good old, uh, good old uh, place that John used to work, Hollywood Video. It's gone. So uh, most video stores are gone, like Blockbusters. Yeah, Blockbusters is gone. No more Blockbusters. That's gone. Um, stores like KB Toys. Remember KB Toys? They're gone. Yeah. Right? And uh, Toys R Us, although they're still kind of there. They actually opened a new store not too long ago. Well, they're, they're not around anymore either. Uh, one of the big sports uh, supply companies, uh, Sports Chalet, uh, I have a good friend that used to be one of their top managers that uh, got out, uh, got a, had to go find a new job after that one shut down. Uh, companies like uh, Tower Records, good old Tower Records, they they got. Yeah, that was kind of sad. Uh, yeah. Suncoast. Yeah. It's, I, I miss Suncoast. However, it was the most expensive place to buy anything. It was either easy or easy, like 10, 20% markup on everything. Yeah, but even then they couldn't make it. I mean, think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I mean, like, <clears throat> if you wanted to find specific things, you went to Suncoast. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What else do I got on my list? Well, we talked about uh, Ask Jeeves. Yeah. I know that was a search engine. And I think they started back in 1997. It was one of the earlier ones, but uh, kind of an odd, even, you know, you ask people about it. Most people don't even, never even heard of it. So a uh, couple of food products like um, D James, do you remember a uh, Heinz made a thing called easy squirt? Was that that green yes. purple stuff? Yes. It's the yes. green purple. purple. Yeah. Was they made the, all there was another color too. Uh, uh, yeah, there was yeah, green, anyway. purple, and blue, I think. Blue. Yeah, blue, purple, pink. Yeah. Green, purple, blue, pink. Yeah, it was. It didn't last very long, but uh, I guess the kids in the beginning liked it. It was somewhere around 2006, and it finally went out. Tab Cola. Yeah. Remember Tab? That was one of the first diet drinks that I can remember. I mean, that, that went back in about the early 60s, 1960s, it came out. And, uh Way back mm. then uh things like others another store a couple stores that went out pier one imports that's oh. fairly recent right that that started in 1962 which is kind of sad they went out and i couldn't make it did they sell junk uh, then too yeah it yeah. was always always kind of odd stuff i will admit the hippie um, gave them <laughs> yeah how about mervin's you guys remember where a lot of the women would remember did you say Mervin's. montgomery Mervin's. actually my mom and my grandma both worked at Mervin's, so yeah, yeah. I know Mervin's. <laughs> yeah, but I actually, I actually just opened a shirt last year I had from them because I needed a, I needed a work like a a dress shirt, and I I bought one there twenty years ago. Yeah, um, so that's they're they're no longer, and then some of the the bigger kind like uh, do you guys re ever remember Monalta cameras? Monalta made a line. They spent spun the company off, but they made a line of uh, 35 millimeter cameras and huh. uh, full body cameras and lenses and all that. Matter of fact, my uncle was a, a big Monalta camera person. He had lots of lenses and different camera bodies and all that that he uh, really liked. They went they went out in about 2006. Uh, Virgin America. Who knew that a Branson company could actually go out? Oh, uh, Virgin right. Records. Yeah, Virgin Records. Now, what did I hear about um, uh, Virgin? What was the other? Uh, well, it's not my list, so I'm not even going to talk about it. But anyway, <laughs> that was my listicles, my Melanie listicles for this show. A lot of different things to, to think about. So there you go. Did you mention? That just disappeared did, over the years. And in the yeah. time, did you mention Montgomery Wards? Uh, no, but that's another one. I mean, there's, uh, I can, this is a quick <laughs> compile. I mean, I could probably compile a list that would have taken up the whole hour show. Really? If you think, Oh, I'm it. sure you could have things that yeah. have gone Burma shave, gone. but I was, I was just trying to think of things in, in all of our lifetimes that, uh, and still, you know, fairly relevant yeah. that, uh, have gone out. So. <clears throat> all right. Can't say I didn't do my homework for the day. Yeah. I was trying to think of like technology that's not around, but that's, that's so much like, you know, VHS tapes, the alternative DVD formats that came out. I'll have yeah, to, I mean, so you know, we stuff. could always, there is a well, lot. Well, if we're stuff. going on that, I mean, we could, we would spend a show just talking about that. Yeah. I mean, media yeah. that's gone in and out of uh, just different forms of it. I mean, I, 
Laserdisc. I think in uh, our lifetime, you know, eight tracks. <laughs> I think in our yeah. lifetime, the biggest change would have been there's no more iPod. That doesn't exist. Yeah, you know, and it, it's it's still kind of a bummer because to be honest with you, I really liked my iPod and it was really simple, simplistic, and it worked. Yeah, you know what I, I did think? too. And, and you know, one of the things that gets me, so I I listen to music on my phone, but one of the things that, and maybe I'm doing something wrong. I have an iPhone, and I'm listening to my iTunes. But if I get into a spot where there's no cell coverage and certainly no Wi-Fi, my my music's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, well, wait a minute. I mean, if I wanted to listen to music on an airplane, uh, you know, if they didn't have the Wi-Fi going on in airplanes, what they mostly have now, you can't, well, you lose it. There's a couple of ways to do it. They'll tell you to use their offline mode. Like if you pay for subscriptions, I think they'll do that. You can still through mm -hmm. iTunes... You can still download music. So there's there's ways to do it, but I like the idea of having a separate uh yeah. music player. Yeah. I you know, so that's what I miss. I miss that that one functionality. Because you know, when I'm on my property out here, I'm on my tractor and I put my you know, my uh earphones in and and uh block out the the sound. I want to have my music with me and I go down in my lower, you know, acreage down there and I lose <laughs> it. And so it kind of pisses me off. <clears throat> so anyway, I, cause I think that was so the much for Rob's rant. <laughs> well, I think, cause I think that was the biggest change is the MP3 player. Cause if you could talk about video and audio formats, those go in and out of things. But I think the MP3 player was really big for a long time or at least a short period of time. Um, yeah. So something I think is cool. This is on, um, cbsnews.com. Uh, Senator Tammy Duckworth pushes for a memorial to working women of world war II. I didn't realize there was no statues to like Rosie the Riveter. Well, let me ask you this. Are there anything set up for the, the men that stayed home and worked into the war effort? Not that you don't ever hear about that. And my father worked in the shipyards as an electrician all throughout the war, supporting the war process, but they never got anything. They're not considered veterans. They get no, they got no benefits. Uh, you know, they were, pivotal in it as well but they never got any recognition i think the only reason uh, the, the reason why the women are getting some sort of recognition is because it was such a change in um societal norms and you know what i i don't get me wrong i believe they need something like this i think we should uh, recognize the uh, all, all the hard work that the women put in and everything is sacrificed but not only the rosie the riveters but the housewives that had to deal with rationing and still coming up with an idea for food to feed the kids that were still there and and all the hard work that all the women put in throughout the throughout the country during that period of time was of great sacrifice and i think they all need to Agreed. be patted yeah. on the back back and rewarded for what they did including the rosie the riveters out there that worked worked their asses off as well so they all deserve kudos as far as I'm concerned. So let me uh, see. Uh, we all know Rosie the Riveter, but I think most people are surprised when they hear they haven't honored them. Duckworth told CBS News in an exclusive interview, the Illinois Democrats sent a letter Friday to West Virginia Senator Jenner Joe Manchin, who chairs the Committee on Energy, yada, yada, yada. She reintroduced the bipartisan legislation last May known as the Women Who Worked on the Homefront World War, uh, World War II Memorial Act. Hmm. Um, oh, good. I hope something comes of that. I, I thought this was cool. And I actually agreed that there needs to be something for the people that weren't in the war, uh, men and male and female that were, that were working or were not. I mean, that was such a, such a different part of American society when people had to take on different roles. Matter of fact, I would be cool with even like, um, 
It's the first time I remember in history where they talked about having African-Americans, specifically Detroit and other major cities that were having decent jobs who actually allowed them to move up financially into uh, a different, uh, get out of poverty and stuff like that. It was during World War II when they were at the factory jobs too. I mean, if they Absolutely. think, I think if you're going to give recognition, I think it would be cool to give everybody some sort of recognition, even though... I know it's it's really hard when you think about it because everybody thinks about World War II. You think of the grinder, which was combat. You think of like, um, oh, the area in France I can't remember the name of, or, or Iwo Jima or Peleliu. And so it's 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 really easy, I think, to get lost in that. Even though I think getting lost in that is more important in some ways. Well, that's the horror of wars. That's that's that side of it, which is you know really awful. But yeah, it's it's not uh, none of it's good. And, and everybody, you know, it, it shows you in a, war, a, a, a conflict such as World War II, everybody was involved. I mean, you had to be. You just, you, you, even if you weren't in the front lines fighting, you were, you know, supporting the troops. And, you know, you, you had all the people bringing food, cargo, weapons, ammunition, everything. All the, all the sailors that lost their lives on the ships uh, supplying all the things. All the, uh, the merchant seamen. All of that, right? I mean, the whole thing. So it just goes on and on and on. So I, yeah, I, I think it's interesting to see his, one of my favorite things, if there's a favorite thing about World War II, as time goes on, what's remembered of it, I think is fascinating. And what's forgotten. Like, I, I'm, I'm enjoying that. Because World War I, you ask people about, almost nobody younger than me seems to know about World War I. And how it was absolutely hellish. In some ways, worse than World War II. Hmm. If you think yeah, about it, it's good. Why, yeah. why would they not know about World War One? Um, it's it, it. Ask ask a young person today, let alone you know. Let's back off from World War One. Let's ask a young person today about uh, Korea or Vietnam and see what they know. Probably not much. You want to go back further and say, hey, do you know anything about the Civil War? Okay, maybe a little bit. Revolutionary War. Well, kind of, because, you know, the, the history is taught so different in, in schools today from what I'm seeing. It'll be interesting to see what my grandson, when he gets to that point, what they actually teach him or not. Because to be honest with you, I don't really know. And I but I, I learned more <laughs> from World War II and all these other wars from my personal interest in history than than anything in school. I mean, you learn you basically learn the greatest hits, which is you learn um, Revolutionary War, Civil War. World War II, Korea and Vietnam are skipped over. This is when I was in school. You know, Korea and Vietnam are like a, a bookmark. You know, and then, but mostly, well, you every, know, everything I lost was more history. Like, was you know, you're talking about the, you know, the Spartans, and I learned more of that world history. That was so. There. I I think history is lost on the youth. To be honest with you, I think it's hard to relate when you're a young kid. I think it's hard to relate, and then. One of the problems I remember complaining about history, even in, in high school, I remember complaining about the fact that you had some teachers that all they wanted to do was pound dates into your head instead of actualities and stuff. So you have good teachers and bad teachers, and it's that's always been the case. And if you get a great history teacher in whatever class that may be, that'll spark the interest. But you've got to have that history teacher that's really interested in trying to get that uh, interest into the, the youth today. So. Yeah, um, you know, I I remember I was at one of uh, the local subways 
and I was wearing uh, a VFW shirt. <clears throat> mm. and I'm not going to break that down for our idiot audience member. Yeah, um, if you don't know, you can look it up. Anyway, so I'm sitting there, <laughs> and I was just there ordering something at a subway, and this younger guy, I'd say younger guy, he was only maybe about, say maybe five to eight years younger than me at the time and i was early 30s and he <coughs> looks at me yes. and goes what's a foreign war yeah okay and i stared at him and i thought how dick do i want to be right now <laughs> <laughs> James is going. I could see James' mind working away, right? He's going, and okay. I just thought that I just said, any war that's not fought in the U.S. And he stopped and thought about it for a little while and goes, okay. And just went about his business. But I'm like, I almost thought about just being like, uh, any war outside of the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, and the Spanish-American War. Yeah, well, you know what would have been fun <laughs> to ask Three him? Wars. By the way, I would, I would have been fun to ask him and say, by the way, can you name one for me? <laughs> Just think of, can you think of one, maybe? You know, well, I mean, possible? Nowadays, uh, I, think they, I think nowadays they talk about the Civil War because they bring up somewhere along the lines, they'll bring up slavery, and that's when Civil, that's when civil War was brought up to me. Huh. What's got got to do with a foreign war? Well, I meant you talk about the differences between the two. <laughs> We're talking foreign wars. Well, you're 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 missing my That's point because if he because if he doesn't know what foreign wars is, does he don't you know what what a domestic war is? Well, you know, yeah, that that's that part's true enough. Who knows what he knows? But it, I, I guess my point is like J James, like I said, I could just see James holding back, <laughs> just shaking, saying, "Oh, what do I say to this guy?" Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm like, I just, I didn't really understand exactly how he couldn't figure that out. Foreign war. It just kind of sounds like something that doesn't need to be explained. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not particularly surprised because kids have different things in their mind and they care about different things. I think it's. Yeah, but the, as James said, he's not really a kid. How old was he? Yeah, he was probably the early 20s. Hey, you're a kid. If if you want, if you if you want now to talk you about say that, well, yes, now because I'm fucking old. But if you want to talk about did 25, you're not fully, you know, you're not fully developed until like 25 years old with your, you know, Q Ryan voice, your free frontal cortex. Um, but still, like, well, 20 years old. Let's be honest. 20 years old now and 20 years old in 1911 are completely different. 20 years old in, in, in 1911, you were a damn adult. Had you lived hard. Versus nowadays, 20 years old, people are still trying to decide if they want Cheerios with their milk. They still got spots. It's just the way society is. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Just uh, And that, that's stereotyping, by the way, because I've met 20-year-olds who, you know, who, who have their heads screwed on correctly. But I, I think 20, I just think it's, that's still pretty young now. Because for a lot of people, that's just that's just out of high school or just into college. You know, they're they're still this is the first time they've so been away from mom and daddy. So you're justifying their lack of understanding of the words <laughs> foreign war. 
No, I'm saying it's the fact I doubt they even thought about it. I doubt they gave it a second okay. thought. I think unless you're somebody like us who are interested in that. Um, yeah, we I think we lost not, James. Uh, unless you're somebody who is interested in that, I, I don't think anybody really cares. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you might be right. Because that that's the only thing I could think of because I was into history. I know James was into history. I know uh, Rob was into history. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. if it's not your Piccadillo or in your Bailiwick, I I could totally see knowing more. Um, I don't know. Name a pop star. I, I being interested in other things. I know people who could yeah. tell you cars from you know nineteen thirty eight and make and model, but couldn't tell you the difference between a a bolt carrier group and a butt stock. Or you know so. Well, you know, that's true enough for, for things that you're interested in uh, that that aren't uh, <clears throat> world-renowned yeah. stuff like such as war. So, I mean, I understand where you're coming with that, John. It's just, it, it's a sign of the times, I guess. Yeah, what's well, yeah. Because you and you, James and I, you think about foreign. Okay, what's foreign? Okay, we're domestic. Is this for, you know, 100%. That's what we would be thinking. But I can totally see somebody not thinking about it. Well, I mean, but if it says foreign war, like what, what, I just don't know exactly what he's, he just what he was thinking. confused about. Yeah. yeah. What was he yeah. thinking about? Was he thinking about, you know, was Taylor Swift, you know, eligible for me to date or something? I have no freaking idea. He was, didn't look like a really, was he thinking about the band foreigner? I mean. Maybe I just don't. I, I don't know. It could have been. I don't even think he no, knows what foreigner that band's is. too old. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't think he knows. I just the band foreigner, honestly. I just think yeah. it comes down to people not thinking, and it's just outside of whatever they're into. Yeah. I mean, personally, I mean, I'm thinking about it. Like, you know, at 15 years old or younger, you asked me what a foreign war was. It's like, oh, okay, that's not here. <laughs> What was yeah. World War II about? You know, I, I could tell you that. I couldn't tell you exactly <laughs> where a tie rod is in a car, or, or what's Taylor Swift's latest date, the uh, person she's dating. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so much for that. Um, we're we're knocking the Utes again. Well, yeah. You know what? You did that. I think every every older generation does that. And I think since the uh, the older millennials, which is technically James and I, got screwed, I feel that I can be a curmudgeon since I've been one since I was 20. So, <laughs> um, so Elon Musk that. is... What's that? So take that. <laughs> so a quick lightning round. Elon Musk is thinking about uh, making a rival to uh, Twitter, which will probably get him yelled at by the SEC. Microplastics found in human blood from beverages, bottles, packaged foods, plastic bags protected for the first time in human blood, according to a new study. No shocker. Um, and that's pretty much what's left on my my test. We're good. We did a show. We can wrap her yep. up. Another one. <laughs> so, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, for the California Pride, the fat man and one old guy, as always, <laughs> thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>